Hello and welcome to the very first episode of the newest edition to the For Whom the Cowbell Tolls podcast network, uh, Jack and Evan's To Be Announced podcast. We don't have a name for it yet, uh, a little embarrassed, we've been working on the idea for the better part of about three weeks and gone through about five to six names that we thought were solid, but still no names. So if you have any suggestions, uh, please let us know in the comments at the bottom of uh, this little post, because I'm dying for an, for a name. What is what is a person without a name, Jack? A person is no one without a name. A podcast is no one at this point. So we would like your help. If you are creative and want to share with us some ideas, let us know. Uh, for those that don't know, I am uh, Evan Ertle, E. Ertle 904 of For Whom the Cowbell Tolls. Been around with the site since... A little before uh, football season, so you may or may not have seen me with my uh, rants throughout the season, with uh, full of hot takes, hot jumping to conclusions, and just generally nonsense on the, the website. Probably the least educated person on the website, I would say. But they they hired me, they employed me, and they also gave me permission to start my own podcast with my best friend Jack here. Oh yeah, man, I'm excited to get going. This is one of uh, the cooler things I think we've done recently. And I think there's a big market for an SEC baseball podcast because I really can't find one. I've been searching for it, so I'm excited to get this thing going. Yeah, for uh, for those of you who may not know, we are we started this with the inspiration of letting the people know about SEC baseball. It is hard in this day and age, in 2016, to find a a, a centralized location for all your baseball scores. It's it's frustrating. I don't like it. So. That's why Jack and here, Jack and I are here to fix it. So, here we we are. Uh, I uh, am a student at Mississippi State. For those that don't know, uh, an undisclosed classification, but I am old enough to consume alcohol. So, make of that what you please. Uh, it's been uh, quite a wild ride, seeing my ups and downs of uh, Mississippi State. But uh, I'll let I'll let Jack introduce himself. Yeah, I'm. Uh, my name is Jack Webb. Jack Webb one four one on Twitter. You can complain to me there, but uh, yeah, I played a little bit of college baseball at the JUCO ranks. So love my JUCO guys. Big shout out to any JUCO guys listening. Uh, been a Mississippi State fan my whole life, baseball fan my whole life, and uh, I got a little bit of experience experience around baseball. I'm working as a video scout now in Pennsylvania. Uh, not going to disclose the company because I'm not going to do that to them because I don't want anybody complaining to the company about me. <laughs> so back to you. So, uh, oh, side note for uh, housekeeping: uh, we are actually on Skype right now, so we apologize for any quality disturbances. Uh, <laughs> we do, are doing the best we can for broke college students trying to provide you with the freshest content we can scrounge up. So, uh, if you don't like it and want us to do something about it, follow us on Blog Talk Radio. Let us get a following. Let us know how much you don't like it, and we'll try to do something about it, but you got to let us know. <laughs> Just hit the old follow button. So uh, let's let's get started, shall we? Uh, first little point in the current news world. Uh, I saw this today on Twitter. This is not hot topic news, but it's, it's interesting to me, and it's relevant to the ICC, not so much baseball, but the ICC. A new Arkansas law apparently will allow citizens to concealed carry into sporting events. This includes Razorback football games. Now, does that not terrify you? Seems like nothing could go wrong from that one there, Evan. I'd love <laughs> to carry my uh, my little 
Glock into into football games. There's just nothing scarier to me than a drunk than a drunk Arkansas fan apparently being accosted by another fan and then him being able to pull out a gun in my face. That takes everything from from zero to hundred way too fast. There's one thing of, of being able to hit someone with your fist, but the second you pull out a gun, just things go too far. And so thank you, House Bill twelve forty nine of Arkansas legislature for making me feel scared to go to Mississippi State's football game in 2017 at Arkansas. I was thinking about going, probably not going to go anymore unless you work on that law because I don't want to get shot. So shout out to the state of Arkansas. More money I get to spend in Athens when we go visit there. That's how I look at it. <laughs> yep, funnel it all into Athens. Really looking forward to that one. But we'll save the football talk till we get football closer to football season. I, if only it was tomorrow. Oh, if only it was tomorrow. Saw the spring pro, uh, pro day talk, little pro day talk real fast about Mississippi State. Uh, shout out to Nick James hitting 29 reps at 225 <laughs> today. Blew my mind. I was, a, I was a huge fan of him uh, right when he started his bench, rest, re, bench press reps, just yelling, talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, come on. <laughs> he was so close to 30. I I'm really I wanted him to get thirty so bad. Oh, I'm, he was right. I think there. he was my favorite football player from last year. Just I love the guy. I love seeing him on the dog walk. I'm really gonna miss seeing that white pickup with the big James eighty eight on the hood parked always in front of the Union. Always. Oh yeah. Couldn't miss it. But gonna miss that guy. Hope he has a great professional career. Also saw Brandon Holloway ran a four three one. Yeah, that was awesome. So I'm a big Brandon Holloway fan. I know a lot of people will disagree with me about that, but yeah, you know, he could have been used in a different way. The dude runs a four three one, so he's he's got to be he, put him somewhere. Just let him run. Just run, let him, him run free. Exactly. Put him on the football field, and that man will run like the wind. He's he's not the biggest guy. We all know that. We watched it happen too often. He just wasn't the biggest guy. But man, you you put him in front of some green pastures, he's gonna go. Holloway but, up the middle wasn't the best experiment. <laughs> Dan Mullen's favorite, all the way up the middle. RIP to that play. Just kidding. Gone forever. Don't miss it at all. Um, so let's dive into the SEC baseball talk. This is what you came for. Every week we're going to – our plan at this juncture is to put out episodes on Mondays and Thursdays. On Thursdays we will talk about what happened in the midweek games, the Tuesday-Wednesday Thursday or Tuesday, Wednesday contests, and uh, we'll preview the big weekend series, tell you a couple things you might want to look out for, what's going on in the rankings, who's at the top of the SEC. Um, and then on Mondays, we'll talk about what happened over the weekend, preview the Tuesday-Wednesday games, and so on and so forth. And then until hopefully we get a regular show going, you guys listen to us, and then we all become best friends and we keep this thing rolling. But we got we to gotta get there first, and that's why we're here to get you there. So, starting out the midweek scores, uh, starting with the Tuesday games, we have Georgia beating Kennesaw State 9-6. This game was called after six and a half innings because it was pouring cats and dogs, apparently. Yeah, that happens sometimes. That's, uh, that's, it's unfortunate when it does, but I guess you gotta save the arms somehow, and, uh, Kennesaw State was fine with taking a loss, so they're a pretty good program. They'll get back on track, I know. UGA needed the uh, midweek pick-me-up after uh, the rough weekend at LSU. Oof, was it a rough weekend? Um, yeah, they got smoked. <laughs> LSU's got a big bat down there. Shout-out for giving us Canna Zero, but, man, did he teach them a lot of things before he left. Oh, yeah. Those twins, the uh, Jordan twins, they absolutely wrecked the ball. Uh, those guys are so much fun to watch. I'm, 
I'm really excited for us to play LSU this year. I think it's going to be one of the better series we play. So I can't wait you, for that one. I'll tell you what, I'm scared. You might be excited. I'm scared. <laughs> Next game up, we have uh, number 24, Auburn, defeated Georgia Tech 7-4. to uh, Auburn had six doubles in this game. That's a key to winning a baseball game right there. <laughs> Butch Thompson coaching the boys up. I love it. I love it. I love it. it wild. Shout out to him. Uh, 15 doubles in their last four contests. Yeah, beating, sweeping Florida this past weekend was already impressive enough. And then picking up a big midweek win against Georgia Tech, that's, I mean, they're going to make the tournament this year, and they're going to make oh, a yeah. lot of noise. It's always fun keeping the uh, ACC in check. They like to think they're uh, uh, the other baseball powerhouse, and it's fun fun giving them the old check down. Bunch of nerds at Georgia Tech got beat down. <laughs> it's always fun to see. We're the better engineers, not you, Georgia Tech. <laughs> We have uh, number 12, Floor, defeated Stetson uh, 9, 8, and 11 innings. Really struggled. Really struggled in this game. Florida allowed 20 hits. Yeah, Florida's, Florida's been struggling of late. I mean, like I just said, they got swept by Auburn. Their pitching hadn't been up to par. Their hitting is shaky at best sometimes. They don't have a complete lineup. So it's going to be interesting to see, you know, somebody's going to step on, on that team really soon or else South Carolina is going to take a big lead in the East and they're not going to look back. Yeah, Florida's uh, pretty close to hitting a pretty slippery slope if they pull it together. Yeah, this was their first road win of the season, Florida. Yeah, they had, they've they been having a tough time against the likes of uh, – I think they've, they've lost to FGCU, I know, Florida State on the road, JU on the road. Um, J- JU is Jacksonville University. Shout out to Duval, 904. Both and, big Jacksonville uh, guys here, for those of you who may not know. Big Jacksonville I'm a, guys. I'm a huge Jacksonville guy. Go Jaguars. Big, oh, yeah. You, you guys, may, probably a lot of Titans fans out there, don't want to hear it. We're big Jaguars fans here on the, To Be Announced. <laughs> yeah, TBA. <laughs> Just like on Sundays, we're always TBA. Uh, and on uninteresting news, A&M went to uh, – Rice and or no, they hosted Rice and won eight five in a very unimpressive fashion. Uh, number twenty five Duke beat Western Kentucky or not Duke. I, I wrote UK de- defeated Western Kentucky and I am apparently dyslexic because <laughs> D in UK apparently to me is Duke. Um, you added a D and an E. <laughs> your mind happens. Is, I'm in the March Madness zone. You know, I see, I see it, and then I just think basketball. Even though we've been talking about baseball for approximately eleven minutes now. Uh, happens. Number 25, Duke, uh, beat West Kentucky. I said it again. Said yeah, gotta, gotta. We're going to move on from that. I don't even like that anymore. We're moving on from that. Kentucky won. That's all you need to know. That's all you guys need to know. Kentucky's good. Um, number 20, Mizzou uh, defeated Little Rock 11-8 for their 20th straight win. Big, big Missouri guy here. I'm not a huge fan of them joining the SEC but those guys are killing the baseball lately. That's impressive. They got starters to back it up. Bullpen guys love me some Missouri baseball. It is just absolutely outstanding what's going on there. For those of you who may not know about the uh, Mizzou baseball season so far, they are 20-1 and right now. Uh, they opened their season with a loss to Eastern Michigan. And then they came back the next day, part of a four-game uh, four weekender, so opened up the series, came back on the Saturday game, beat them 27-9, to and they have not looked back since. I love what they got going at Missouri. Their new head coach, I'm, I'm a huge, huge Steve Beezer fan. 
That guy's awesome. He's a he's a Missouri guy through and through. Uh, graduated from Southeastern Missouri State. Went and played 13 years of minor league baseball, which wow. big props to you if you ever put up with 13 years of minor league baseball. That guy's a that guy's a hard ass right there. <laughs> That's the only way I can describe that man. Went coached in St. Louis High School. Won two state titles. Went to coach at uh, Southeastern Southeastern Missouri State. Won two Ohio Valley Conference Coach of the Year awards. Now he's at Missouri. I can't. I mean, he's going to win the SEC Coach of the Year if they keep up this pace. They have the best offense in the SEC right now. That's I. I'll, I for one did not see that coming. So I, I don't. I can't speak for the rest of the nation, but I definitely did not see that coming. So Color shout out. Surprised. Shout out to the what they got going on in Columbia. Keep keep that train rolling until it comes to Starkville because I. It doesn't come to Starkville this year. I. I'm not paid too much attention to the schedule. I'm, I'm, I, I hope we don't have to play them this I've, year because they may not lose it ever again. <laughs> they might roll right into the College World Series on a hot streak. Um, and big news, number 14 Ole Miss lost to Memphis in 11 innings, 2-1. to one. Always good to see Memphis beat Ole Miss, or anybody beat Ole Miss for that matter. Memphis beat them twice this year. So Memphis is a pretty good team, but – you got to win one of those games if you're Ole Miss. That's just, I mean, they got a good team down there, but it's a roller coaster ride right now. I mean, you win a weekend series against Vanderbilt and then lose to Memphis. It just, I don't know what they're doing in Oxford, but, you know, I can't figure it out. Uh, I guess it's Bianca's job, and in my opinion. I hope he doesn't figure it out, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> um, in sadder news, uh, as we all probably know, Mississippi State dropped the, our uh, Tuesday game to Southern Miss 7-5. Big rally late, uh, three runs in the uh, third. Really thought we were going to try to get something moving late in the game. Uh, didn't didn't really happen. A little bit of a bummer. I wanted to see a nice little midweek win in Pearl, let the uh, out-of-town fans see something fun. But I, I won't take away from Southern. They are a good ball club this year. They are 17-4, and four, and they just came off a series win against uh, Louisiana Lafayette, who was very good, or was expected to be very good early on in the season. Mm-hmm. This isn't a bad loss at all. I mean, you obviously never want to lose to Southern Miss, but their pitcher threw incredibly well. We couldn't get our bats going. Kenazaro ball was dead. We had one extra base hit, Rooker's triple. Not having Mangum for that game because of suspension, um, that was a little bit of a bummer. A big bummer, actually. He would have added a double and a single. Probably knocked in a run. So, But I don't know. Our pitching couldn't couldn't do anything early. But it was promising to see uh, Graham, at, Graham Ashcraft come in. He did good. He's a very, very promising young arm. The most electric arm on the team by far and away. Toppy out at 97. Ooh, heard it here, folks. The guy's a beast. Heard it here, the first, guy will folks. be the next Dakota Hudson. Oh, heard it here first, folks. Next Dakota Hudson, Graham Ashcraft. Get excited. Um, Denver McQuarrie, yeah, rough start for him. Uh, two innings, three hits, four runs, and only two strikeouts. So four yeah, walks and a, uh, and a hit batter. So a, a rough outing for uh, Mr. McQuarrie. Yeah, Denver, part of the all-name team. Yeah, the Century. <laughs> That's a great name by the kid. Um, he's been doing really well this year. Obviously didn't show up the Southern Miss game. He's got an electric arm, too. I expect big things out of him in the future and this season. But that's it was his first start of his career, so 
that's never good. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna chalk this one up to nerves. Chalk it up to nerves. There it is. Uh, Cole Gordon saw some uh, pitching time. I don't know how many pitches he threw, but uh, he was on there. So I don't, did not <laughs> see that earlier. But shout out Cole Gordon getting some uh, time on the mound. It's always fun seeing. It's always fun seeing what position uh, Cole Gordon's going to pop up at this game. It's never the same oh, yeah. position twice. I feel like he's not getting his at bats in. Strikes out too much, I'll say. But uh, good that he's finding some time on the mound. It's always fun to pitch. So shout out to Cole, I guess. <laughs> Got, you got to find your role, your niche, if you will. Oh, yeah. Uh, moving on to our, our Wednesday slate of games. Uh, a little smaller slate. Alabama uh, beat UAB 4-1. Uh, three fr- Alabama had three freshman pitchers combined for only one unearned run in that game. So uh, shout out to a young baseball club in Tuscaloosa. Yeah, Alabama's – this was very impressive out of Alabama. I didn't expect this at all. Um, they're not a great team. I'm going to say that right now. Yeah, they're 11 but, they're not they're not good. They can't get their bats going. And they couldn't do too much this game midweek against UAB only putting up a four spot. But that's I mean, to win the midweek games, young pitchers have to pitch well. So I mean, you you had that this game. Will it happen the next game? Uh probably not. But <laughs> who do they, who do they play this weekend? I mean they're they're gonna lose the series. Uh Alabama plays South Carolina in Columbia. So yeah. So they're gonna get swept. Chalk that up as three L's, yeah. Um, next game up, we have Tennessee beat Marshall 7-1. Uh, Tennessee had five doubles in this game. so Yeah, that, they can hit the ball. Bats, that's, uh, bats rolling hot into uh, Starfall, so that's that's fun. It's fun for everybody. <laughs> great times, great times. Good times for everybody. Uh, Arkansas defeated New Orleans 5-2. Uh, that's Arkansas' sixth win in a row. So they are uh, not sore after beating the crap out of us. So good for oh, them. For, good for their strength and conditioning coach. Uh, keeping them swinging one weekend and right into the next game. They can hit the ball, man. They absolutely smoke it. If their pitching continues what they're doing, which I see it will, they could go deep in the tournament as well. I mean, this team's not good, not bad. Team last year, they could hit the ball. They could not throw a strike to save their lives, but looks like they got it figured out. I mean, they have our old pitching coach, for God's sake. Oh, that they that, do. Um. We have number eight South Carolina defeating Charleston Southern in a very uninteresting three nothing fashion. Uh, they got the shutout, but nothing really else other to see there than that. Uh, number four LSU beat Southeastern Louisiana eight uh, two. Thought this was fun. Josh Smith of Louis- uh, Louisiana State University was four for four in the game with two doubles and four RBI. My favorite part of this game was when the coach for Southeastern Louisiana. <laughs> told the umpire to go check the pitcher see if he had any illegal substance on him. So they checked. Didn't find anything that the umpire probably did a terrible job looking because I'm just going <laughs> to say it right now. Any pitcher at any level has some pine tar all over his body. But <laughs> that's beside the point. Stay woke. So the pitcher turns pitcher turns around and just starts cussing out. Just that's, that's a fire I like. I love to see that from a player. Even if it's going out to coaches. You got to – Messed up the coaches. You got you got to get in their heads somehow, even if it's your own coach. You know, sometimes the psyche has to come from other places. And, you know, if it's your own team, so be it. If the fire's there, if the fire's there. Um, and the last midweek of the game, uh, a quite the shootout. A total of let's see, twenty eight runs scored in this game. Vanderbilt beat Belmont seventeen to eleven. 
So yeah, plus, this is big for Vanderbilt. Just just getting their bats going is big. But I really Vandy pitching is a institution in this country at this point. They're so good year in and year out that it's shocking to me that they cannot they can't do anything on the mound this year like they have been. I don't know if it's a down year or if they have a bunch of young guys, but Corbin Corbin's a great coach. He's got to figure it out somehow. And it's all up. I mean, it's a long season. The one guy steps up for Vanderbilt. I can see them making a run. But as it stands, this team is wildly overrated, I think. Uh, okay, hot take starting off the uh, starting <laughs> off the season with uh, overrated talk already. Fun little sabermetric for uh, this little game. Both teams uh, had a one-to-one runs-to-hit ratio. Vanderbilt had 17 runs on 17 hits. Belmont had 11 runs on 11 hits. So congratulations on that efficiency, Vanderbilt and Belmont. A lot of, lot of big hits. <laughs> you know, as long as you're getting them across, I guess the coach isn't mad. Um, <laughs> looking forward uh, to the weekend ahead, a big weekend in the SEC. There is only one series that does not feature a ranked team, and I bet you can't guess who that is. It is your very own Mississippi State Bulldogs hosting the Tennessee Volunteers. <laughs> we Yeah, we're the afterthought of this weekend. In yeah. everybody else's mind, we are an afterthought. Quite, quite the uh, disappointing start to the home home season. Maybe we'll get uh, a series win. You know, if we don't host anybody crazy to open, get a series win, get some confidence, rolling on the rest of the season. So spin zone yeah, on no. being the afterthought. If we win this series, it'll be big. If we lose this series, I I really don't like our chances at going forward. But we got to pick up two wins here. It's a two must wins. Uh, two must wins the second week of SEC. Uh, a series loss would be bad, not devastating. A sweep would be absolutely devastating for almost yeah. every fan and player in and around the baseball organization. Just, yeah, if if we get swept, just start looking ahead to 2018, <laughs> which you honestly should because this team's going to be good for a while. <laughs> Little down year right here. But I'm excited for well, the future of Mississippi State baseball. That's what happens when you get uh, swarmed by the HIV. HIV uh, excuse me. Wow. That is oh, not oh, what I mean. oh, oh, I am sorry. Oh, I am sorry. We'll edit that out. That's 100% on me. Um, <laughs> I was talking about Magic Johnson earlier. Um, no, we've uh, got the injury bug swarming around our clubhouse, and I don't like it one bit. We got the Tommy John bug. We're, with how many Tommy Johns we've had, we're nobody in our program should have Tommy John for the next 20 years. We've had five pitchers with Tommy John in the last like 14, 15 months. This is, that's too many, too many for my opinion. It's not a fluke. I don't know. I don't know. This is really bad. Tommy John's the worst thing that could happen to a pitcher. You just got to hope these guys are rehabbing good, you know, getting ready for the future. But you know, tough to see guys like Kale bro go down mid season. That guy was going to be a major, major force on the mound this year for us. So was really looking forward to see him but, uh, blossoming this season. But, you know, uh, 2018 is not too far away. <laughs> uh, look, nope. Looking ahead at the slate of games, though, uh, starting on tomorrow, we have Ole Miss going to Lexington, Kentucky. Uh, that's a 14-25 matchup, uh, depending on how Ole Miss fares after the Memphis loss. Uh, Kentucky's looking hot uh, hosting Ole Miss coming off that midweek. So it would be nice to see Kentucky – uh, check Ole Miss's privilege here. Yeah, get, check the hell out of their privilege. Mingione, shout out to Coach Mingione, used to be our third base coach. Uh, he has those guys playing really well. They got 
excellent hitting this year. They look like uh, the Kentucky of a few years ago when they had those big pitchers. But I think they win this series. I really do. I mean, they could sweep. I'm not going to say it, but it's definitely a possibility. The Ole Miss pitching may not be able to hold Kentucky to under six runs, like in all three games. So this will be a fun one to watch. Uh, yeah, that one's starting Thursday, so that's your uh, early series of the week. Um, then we've got number 24, Auburn, going to Georgia, who is still reeling off their uh, set their last first series of this uh, SC slate at uh, LSU. So maybe we'll see if they can recover or if uh, Butch Thompson keeps Auburn rolling right through the season. Shout out to Butch Thompson. Always Favorite coach in the SEC right now. It's always kind Big of a, fan of his. Always kind of a, hmm, when you look around the SEC and you see so many former state products, you know. It, yeah. It's a, it's a little it, a little bit of a It's bummer. a big testament. It's a testament to what Cohen's doing, hiring great assistant coaches and kind of grooming them for the future. I'm not going to lie. A part of me was hoping that Thompson would leave Auburn after this year when Cohen stepped down and came back because oh. I love that man in maroon and white. I, it Tears at my heartstrings to see him in that nasty, nasty orange and blue. I will say I have never been a fan of any team that has ever worn orange and blue, and that's pretty much at any di- division, sport, or level. So, <coughs> Florida, Florida, <coughs> <laughs> big anti-Florida guys here. Just, just throwing that out there. Uh, next series, we got Alabama's traveling to Columbia, as we mentioned earlier. That's number eight USC, looking for three easy wins to bolster their early lead in the SEC East, because. It's crowded up there. I will say that. It's yeah, crowded the yeah. East. Big, big South Carolina guy. I think they got the team to you know get another title back in Columbia this year. You think this is the best? Yeah, they're early on. They're my early on favorites to win it. The but, best, uh, uh, best team since the Joey Pancake days, huh? Yeah, yeah. I was a huge Joey Pancake fan. This Wasn't is it? yeah. This reminds you of uh, Jackie Bradley Jr. Whoa. type teams. Oh, my goodness. For those of you who don't know, I'm a big Jackie Bradley Jr. fan. I'm a Red Sox fan, too. So I, of course, got his jersey after last season. And guess who changed their number over the offseason? Mr. Jackie Bradley Jr. So I now have his number, former number 25 jersey. So that's a Murphy's Law situation for never buy your favorite player's jersey until after they retire. They got great players in Columbia, though, this year. Destinino, uh, LT Tolbert. Blair is a great player. They got great pitching. Clark Schmidt is one of the best pitchers in the SEC East, but that conference is loaded. There's a ton of them. So it'll be exciting to see. Once once South Carolina starts playing the teams like Missouri, uh, Kentucky, especially Florida, you're going to love to see those types of series. But they're, I think they're really going to whoop up on Georgia this weekend, unfortunately for Georgia. <laughs> you mean Alabama? Alabama. There yeah. we go. Yeah. George is going to get George is going to get beat by Auburn and uh, South Carolina this weekend, folks. Tough time, tough time to be a bulldog. Yeah, for those for those of you that don't know, it is we actually are already recording this on Thursday. It is uh, it is a late night. Podcasts never sleep. It is uh, <laughs> approximately one o'clock in the morning where I am. So add an hour onto that, and that's how Jackie's feeling right now. Um, but we do it for you guys. This is our first episode. We're grinding hard for you guys. Just please come back to next week. <laughs> sorry, that was too please, desperate. Please, please, please. That was, that was too desperate. I'm sorry. Uh, next, you have probably the largest series of the weekend. Number four, LSU traveling to Gainesville. It was number 12. Yeah, that's so, the, see how, the LSU. Uh, see how Florida LSU bounces back there. rivalry is huge. Love, love seeing LSU play in Florida. Those are two big-time teams. 
they got big time names, names that you will see getting drafted really early on in uh, come June. So it's going to be a fun one. I love the pitching going on this weekend. I don't think there'll be a lot of runs scored on either side this weekend. Yeah, that's. I would say that's got pretty solid implications of uh, who's going to be at the top of the SEC come uh, the end of June or beginning of June. So. Mm-hmm. Um, then we got Arkansas's going to Mizzou. Those are two very hot teams coming together. You got an uh, unstoppable force and an immovable object. Who do you think gets this one? I'm going to go with Missouri because their pitching is better. This is the one that I'm looking forward to watching this weekend the most. T- uh, Tanner Hawk is an excellent, excellent pitcher. Uh, I think I looked at the draft uh, like big board today from Keith Law, saw that Tanner Hawk was eighth overall for everybody. Um, so I'm a huge Tanner Hawk fan. Also got great pitching. Going to have a – they have a solid Sunday starter in Columbia this year. I, I Yeah, I think they win two games. Not They don't sweep, but I think they win two games. So the win streak ends this, uh, ends this weekend? Yeah, it ends Saturday. That's but they it. pick it right back up on Sunday. Here we go. Got to keep rolling. Uh Seventh series of the weekend and final is uh, number 23 A&M traveling to Nashville to face Vanderbilt. I think uh, A&M will roll right through that one, huh? Yeah, I think A&M will. Um, yeah, Vanderbilt's just been way too shaky. And A&M's got some really, really solid young bats. If their pitching steps up this year, could be an exciting year for the Aggies. But, you know, I think A&M's going to win. I don't think A&M is that, as, as good as people say they are, but... Yeah, I think they win. I think they win pretty handily in two games. I will say that I feel like as long as I've been watching baseball games at Mississippi State with A&M and the SEC, they have always had some freaking batters. They can absolutely they, drive a baseball. Mm-hmm. They got a really entertaining young freshman there to watch. Um, completely blanking on his name. Back <laughs> to you, Evan. <laughs> it's okay. It's late. We're going we're gonna to let that one slide. So, uh this is the next portion what we're going to look into is the SEC stats leaders. Now, let me draw a big asterisk next to SEC stats leaders. Uh, these would be in-conference play. This is not all games. So this after this weekend, this is uh, the first time we're doing this. So this is all after three games. So put an asterisk next to each of these numbers. A lot of them are skewed uh, after, obviously, three games and only so many at-bats. But... I enjoy watching the movement on these boards. You know, see who's at the uh, top of the season, who starts out hot, and who finishes hot. You know, who has the staying power. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, we're gonna start out with the uh, the stats board. I got a lot of fun stats. I'm, I'm not a not a. I don't want to sound too nerdy, but I enjoy stats. Sorry, that was, that was... big stats guys here. <laughs> so uh, we're gonna start with uh, University of Kentucky has the early batting average lead in the SEC uh, in conference play at 340 so far. So. Yeah, they they can crush the ball. They can crush the ball. And they're going to keep it going this weekend. The big Kentucky guy. Uh, please take a stab at who's at the bottom of that uh, batting average. I'm going to go Mississippi State. Oh, ding, ding, ding. We've got a winner with a, oh, a, boy. Team, a team batting average of 183. Oh, that's not good. That's <laughs> that's actually not good for those for those wondering. For those of you people out there that may not be baseball people, that is the opposite of a good batting average. What were we last year? I believe we were batting 270 as a team. So 180 is a pretty big step down. So that's not what you want. A 180 is what some might say is a 180 from last year's situation. 
Hey, <laughs> we got the zingers on the uh, TBA. God, we re- we really need to figure out a name. TBA just sounds weird. Um, Sunday start. Oh, Sunday. St- oh, even though we don't do anything on Sundays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, next up, we have Arkansas leading Team ERA at one thirty three. So shout out for them clobbering us last weekend. Yeah, usually uh, we bat bad. They pitch probably well. So those makes see, a little bit of sense. I, I see how you those connect, no- you connect the dots on that one, <laughs> listeners at home. I see how those numbers may coincide. Um, <laughs> individual batting average leader at this point in the season, uh, great name Kramer Robertson. Love the name yeah. Kramer for for you Seinfeld fans out there. Uh, Kramer's a great name. He has he's out of LSU. Uh, he's batting six thirty six at this juncture. Yeah, he had a monster year last year, a real breakout year. And he's he's leading them in uh down in Baton Rouge this year, so I mean he's gonna yeah I mean he's gonna tear it up. Obviously he's not gonna keep that pace, but I could honestly see him hitting over 350 the entire conference play. So whenever we play them, you just gotta hope he finds his cold streak then. Yeah, uh, the conference hits leader so far. We've I think we got three tied at eight right with uh, eight hits so nothing outstanding after the first week in baseball i can't wait to see how that flies up through the rest of the season though uh rbi leader uh is at 10 uh antoine duplantis once again an lsu guy so obviously they had a large offensive weekend for those of you that couldn't quite put those dots together um they're still still feeling the canazaro effect down there it's uh it has a long uh after aftershock i've I would say uh, two home runs uh, leading the conference. Nothing crazy there. Uh, Robbie Glendinning, uh, also all names team for the SEC, uh, mm-hmm. had a big weekend. Uh, three for three on stolen bases on the weekend. Missouri loves to steal bases. Uh, they, I think they're third, I believe, in conference in stolen bases, but they are also first in caught stealing. They're not afraid to burn out on the bases, which I you gotta respect it. I mean. Yeah. You got a little bit of aggressive play style, you know. You don't like nobody likes small ball. No, no, no. Small ball's the worst. They don't bunt; they steal. No, yeah, you got to get after it. Um, the best stat, uh, as far as Mississippi State fans are concerned, is uh, Pilkington. At this point in the season, is your strikeouts leader in the ICC with thirteen in uh, eight innings pitched. Pilkington is legit. If he could get some run support. Oh yeah! If he could get run support, he'd be undefeated. He's what his ERA is sub two. He's got. It's got to be. He, he next year. He he's honestly a pitcher of the year candidate next year. And this year, no slight to him, he's having an excellent year. So I'm so high on Connor Pilkington right now. Yeah. So that uh that about wraps up our SEC baseball talk uh for this week. Um, looking forward to some big SEC series this weekend. Uh, should be a, a fun weekend here in Starkville, uh, except for the awful, awful weather we're supposed to have. It's supposed to thunderstorm all day Saturday, apparently, and not let up Sunday. So who knows if we get a full series in this weekend? Uh, I just, yeah, I think it's supposed to be nice Friday. So we'll probably, I hopefully get one nice six o'clock game, get to uh, enjoy a nice Saturday, Friday evening in uh, Starkville at the Dude, because uh, it has been a while since we've had a fun one of those. Hey man, hopefully uh, Sunday you guys get a double header. Those are always my favorite. Or, or some Monday baseball. Everybody loves Monday baseball. A little free Monday baseball. A little free Monday baseball. You can't complain with that. Um, so it is actually March, in case you forgot. Uh, it is the best time of the year. It's 
heating up. We're actually in the middle of the uh, tournament time, and we've been on a three-day hiatus. Haven't known what to do with myself, but uh, <laughs> we're back at it tomorrow. Excited for some Sweet 16 action. Yeah, this is uh, not a lot of upsets early in the tournament means that the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight games are going to be just incredible. I can't wait for UCLA Kentucky. That's that might be the game that that might be the game of the tournament right there. That's that bet the over. If you're a betting man, hit the over. I I don't know what it's at. Should be at 200. Those teams <laughs> are going to score some points on each other. Take take your advice from Jack. Uh, <laughs> a word on the street is he knows what he's talking about. Um, oh, yeah. I, uh, for those of you who are smarter than I am, I picked Villanova. So congratulations if you didn't pick. Villanova, because wow, were they disappointing against Wisconsin? Thought they were the real deal this year. Thought they were the real yeah, deal this year. I'm a big J. Uh, Wright guy. I feel like that's classic Villanova, though. It's like one year they're really, really good. Obviously, winning the title. Next year, you get bounced in the second round. So it's that's classic Villanova. Not a lot of people have them. Well, see, it's classic. Uh, they classic have Skype effect right there. Terrible, Sorry, terrible. Terrible. Well, so, sorry for the, uh, the the Skype effect there, people. What told you? Just you hit follow. Uh, tell us how much you hate our audio, and we'll do something about it. But you got to tell us first because you got to listen. <laughs> um, but I, I decided I was going to rework my uh, Final Four after seeing how the Sweet 16 really duped me into thinking I thought I knew what I was talking about. Did not know what I was talking about. So I repicked mm-hmm. my Final Four just for conversation point. I think uh, we're going to see in our Final Four is going to be Wisconsin versus West Virginia. And Michigan versus UCLA. That's that would be my uh, dream final wow. four. Yeah, I'm looking for some upsets here. That's. I'm I'm uh, I'm not a fan yeah. of chalk. I'm okay. not a fan of chalk. The uh, I hate it when you get a bunch of ones and twos in the uh, final four. It's it doesn't make for that exciting a storylines. Everybody knew it was going to probably be like that. I love it when uh, I would love to see West Virginia in it because one, Bobby Huggins in Press Virginia. One of the most electric basketball programs in the nation right now. I love I love Bobby Huggins to the day I die, to the day he dies, which it 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 might be soon. That dude, that dude's not looking too well. All I know is when he dies, there's almost a hundred percent chance it'll be on the sidelines of a basketball game. You think they're gonna burn a couch at his funeral? I, you have to burn one couch for as many wins as he has for that program, and I think the city of Morgantown can muster that up. <laughs> That's a that's like a Sunday for Morgantown. That's just that's just a that's a Sunday fun day. <laughs> that's how they stay warm in the winter. That's not even an uh, that's not even an occasion. That's just how they stay warm. So if you're uh, feeling confident, you want to take some bets this weekend, feel free to take my final four picks. Uh, make some wagers with your friends. Talk some uh, talk some crap and make some money. I hope I hope I'm right because I actually might dabble in those myself. But we'll see what happens. Um, big shout out to the women playing Friday. Uh, Mississippi State yeah. women's basketball team absolutely killing it this year. Scored 202 points in the first two rounds of the, rounds of the tournament. Uh, electric basketball team to watch. They are dominant in the paint. Most physical women's basketball team I have ever seen in my entire life. They took a page out of Bobby Huggins' book. Uh, their their press is their press can rival West Virginia's press, which. Uh, so few teams I feel like can beat a good press, especially in college basketball. Um, the, yeah, this team is exciting to watch. I, I honestly have a really good time every time I get into that. 
Yeah, they've uh, they've really made me enjoy uh, basketball season when the men's team couldn't quite muster up the strength. Uh, well, they are playing Washington on uh, on what, Friday, and they're the the three seed. Yeah, Washington's the three seed. A lot of chalk in the women's tournament. I always notice. Um, but uh, yeah, you've got Baylor, uh, the four seed, playing UConn, the one seed. Or no, uh, you got Baylor playing uh, Louisville. I don't know. One of those is the one seed. But it's Baylor Louisville uh, is the, on the other side of the our little region of the bracket. So that's who we would play. Mm-hmm. Either one of those teams would be one. Though both of those also scary teams. I feel like everybody at this point mm-hmm. is a scary team. Yeah, you get to the Sweet Sixteen. You're not going to run into a bad team once you reach the, reach the Sweet Sixteen. I think we win in the Sweet Sixteen. We're going to play Baylor most likely. They're they're the one seed um, in the Elite Eight. That that's got to be must watch TV. I mean, oh yeah, ba- Baylor's really good. We're really good, vying for that Final Four spot. It's an I cannot get put my hat off enough for what Vic Schaefer has done for this women's basketball program. Absolutely outstanding guy. I feel like he doesn't get enough credit uh, across the, the the board because uh, women's basketball doesn't get the respect it does or doesn't mm-hmm. get the respect it deserves, in my opinion. But I feel like uh, our team this year really changing some perceptions on uh, women's basketball because, man, they're just fun to watch. So shout out Vic Schaefer I saw some, and all them. I saw some poll on Twitter. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt, but I saw some poll on Twitter. It said, what would you rather have as a fan, a women's basketball title or a men's NIT final? I was like, how, how is this even like a question? Like, an NIT title is fun, yeah, but do you guys realize we haven't won a national title in any sport, ever. any like athletic sport ever? So I'll take anything, and I would love a women's title. I think a women's title is huge for our athletic program. I mean, especially you got to go through UConn. A national we title would... for anything would be huge in women's basketball because that would mean that we beat UConn. And if we beat UConn, I, I'm going to propose to Victoria Vivians. <laughs> it's, she's my now. dream girl. If if heck, if we get to the Final Four and even play UConn, because that's for those of you who haven't looked up the bracket, they're uh, the one seed in their region. We are paired with their region, so there's almost no way they don't come out of their region. So. If we get to the Final Four, we will be playing UConn, and uh, that's going to be one for the ages. Last year, we had to play UConn, and uh, that didn't end up so well. But uh, it's a basketball game. It's a sporting contest. You never know what's going to happen. Any game can happen any day. So I'm going to keep my hopes up, but uh, it's not the most enticing thought. But, you know, shout-out women's uh, basketball for Mississippi State, putting us on the map nationally. Got to love it. So I'll be rooting for them on Friday, and I hope all of you will be too. So uh, oh, yeah. that about wraps it up for uh, episode one of TBA. Uh, please give us a name. I'm dying. I'm tired of saying TBA. It feels uncomfortable to me. I hope it feels uncomfortable to you because that's you've now been listening to two guys talk about an unnamed subject. And who knows if you try to share it with your friend, you're just like, oh, what podcast have you been listening to? I don't know. It's just called To Be Announced. Now you sound ridiculous. So help us help you help us. <laughs> there we go. So uh, hopefully uh, you'll tune back in on Monday when we wrap up all these super fun baseball series and talk a little uh, uh, national ter- national tournament, national championship game because uh, that means Monday is the national championship basketball, am I right? Uh, this Monday? Uh, yeah. This no, the Final Four will be set. Ah, Final Four. So sorry. We'll talk even more basketball mm-hmm. though. So uh, – Hope you come back, and I hope you enjoyed this one. So we will see you on Monday.
Uh, later, guys.